Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin talks sports. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more back thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Oh, oh, oh. wake up all the teachers, time to teach a new way. Oh, yes, sir. And yes, ma'am, you had better. Let's get them up. Get them going. It's Friday on b Not just any Friday. Friday into Memorial Day weekend. The official, unofficial start of summer is here. Let's get you there on this Friday morning. Get you uh, into the weekend. Honor the uh, memory of those who gave their life and uh, provide, gave the ultimate sacrifice in defense of our country. That's what we will do on Monday. And enjoy an extra day of the weekend and get into the summertime. Uh, it's going to be a good one. we got four hours of fun and conversation, stimulating conversation, beginning right now here on the show of the people. And we appreciate you being there because you are a huge part of it. However you find us, maybe 104.9 on the FM dial could be 101.9 FM. Also, right there for you on AM 1260 and always digitally on your Horn app. Make sure you download that Horn app and uh, on your smartphone. Take us wherever you go this weekend for all the shows and events on the Horn this weekend. Uh, and anytime at, uh, with that Horn app and always on your smart speaker at home or work. And always, Mr. Godbolt. At hornfm.com. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cavazos, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for the fantastic job that you do in memory of those that have given their lives for our country. Thank you so very much to you and your families, and we do appreciate it each and every day. And please be safe out there. Yes, that's what Monday is about. Obviously, it's an extra day to your weekend. It's going to start Lots some of people vacations on the road for a lot of people. Around, yes. But let's not forget on Monday what it's all about, and that's honoring and mourning the uh, U.S. military personnel who have died while serving our country, the U.S. Armed Forces in any branch. Also, we would add the uh, first responders out there that uh, put their lives on the line every single day for us. Uh, that is a volunteer army, Buck. People, you know, choose to defend our country and defend our freedoms, and uh, all too many have lost their life in defense of this country, and we appreciate sure. them each and every and, day. And all you police and officers out there, be careful this weekend. People will be flying all over the place. Yeah. We understand that. People trying to get to places, maybe too much of a hurry. Take your time. Yeah, you could uh, visit uh, memorials and cemeteries on Monday to honor the fallen or however you do. I know there'll be a lot of uh, you know, cookouts and barbecues and lakes and rivers and all the things that you do, which is fine. But uh, make sure you take a minute or two or more to uh, remember. And we certainly remember them every single day. It is the day we honor the uh, the fallen. And uh, I'm so very glad that it, that I never knew I would get a chance to see the memorial, the Vietnam Memorial, but I did about 10 years ago get to Washington, D.C. to see that site was just incredible. 
an incredible honor to to have walked that that long path to see that. And I know they were out there cleaning it up this week, getting it all spruced up for those. It'll be thousands upon thousands that will go past it this weekend. Rightfully so, in our nation's capital, or even right here in the state capital of Texas, you can get down to the uh, mm-hmm. to the cemetery there and uh, honor the fallen. Please do and, uh, and enjoy it, though. Be safe, and uh, that's the most important thing. And we're going to talk some sports. Unfortunately, the Longhorn baseball team won't be in, included in your weekend. I know a lot of Longhorn fans are hoping to see a couple of wins in Arlington, maybe head up to Arlington this weekend, catch some Big 12 baseball action. That's not the case. The number one overall seed was the first team set home. We'll talk about what went wrong in Arlington, Longhorn's uh, future in the NCAA tournament and where that stands. Also, Horns coming home from Arlington, not just uh, a little bit uh, banged up, but, but wounded. And the injuries starting to mount for the Horns. Unfortunately, at this time of year, we will dive into uh, the Horn situation. Uh, also, the NBA. How about the Boston Celtics staring down elimination? The Dallas Stars did the same as well last night. And uh, golf back in the state of Texas. The Colonial up in Fort Worth. The block party came collapsing down yesterday at Colonial Country Club. Came a teaching pro again. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and that's similar to the Longhorns. How, how What can be so good one weekend can go really bad the following weekend and with the same person or the same team. That is sports in, in, in a nutshell right there. For sure. Let's start with the headlines on this Friday morning. Get you caught up on all the news of your uh, your Memorial Friday morning. Let's get you uh, get you the news. UBO Business Services brings it to you. Yeah, we'll start in Arlington yesterday, and Longhorns no longer in Arlington. They're done. Number one seed in the tournament. First team sent home. Longhorns lost to K State early yesterday morning, six to nothing. After scoring 29 runs in three games this past weekend against West Virginia, the bats silenced in Arlington. Longhorns recorded just two hits yesterday, one of an infield single. They stranded nine runners, went 0 for 13 with runners on base. Losses to the eight seed Kansas and the five seed K State. Scored just two runs in the two games. In addition, the Horns coming home with a rash of injuries. First baseman Jared Thomas played yesterday, but he's dealing with a back strain, uh, noticeably wincing on most uh, athletic moves he makes. Third baseman Peyton Powell has a rib cage issue. He didn't play third base yesterday, actually DH has a hard time throwing the ball right now. Relief pitcher Heston Toll didn't travel with the team to Arlington. That was confirmed by David Pierce because of injury. And in the seventh inning yesterday, the left-handed reliever David Shaw left the game with an apparent elbow issue. He will be reevaluated today. The two-and-out performance this week almost certainly ensures the Horns will have to travel for the regional round of the NCAA tournament. The full field of 64 in the brackets will be announced on Monday. Other finals from the Big 12 tournament yesterday. Second-seeded Oklahoma State eliminated West Virginia with a 3-2 win. Meanwhile, Texas Tech and TCU improved to 2-0 with wins. Red Raiders' win came in dramatic fashion. They rallied for three in the ninth to walk off Oklahoma 10-9 and stay in that winner's bracket. No drama for TCU. The Horned Frogs, they posted their second straight run rule win at Globe Life. They pummeled Kansas 14-4 in eight innings to win. Two games on the schedule today, both featuring in-state rivalry elimination games. Kansas will play Kansas State at three today, followed by Oklahoma facing Oklahoma State for the fifth time this week. That game will be tonight. A couple of other scores from outside the Big 12. Texas State remained alive in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament with a 6-5, 12-inning win over Georgia State. They're going to meet the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns tonight in an elimination matchup. At the SEC Tournament, Texas A&M blanked South Carolina yesterday 5-0. Aggies now face LSU. This afternoon, NBA playoffs, Boston Celtics approved a 4-0 in elimination games this postseason last night as they uh, got 24 from the former spur Derek White, including six three-pointers. The Seas winning wire-to-wire, beat the Miami Heat 110-97. Marcus Smart had 23 points and five steals. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown had 21 apiece. Celtics won their second straight trim Miami series lead to three games to two. Game six will be back in Miami 
and South Beach on Saturday night. In hockey, Dallas Stars also avoided elimination last night from the Stanley Cup playoffs. Overtime win over Vegas 3-2. Joe Pavelski, the veteran, scored the game winner in the first OT. Major League Baseball, Rangers and Astros both off last night. First place, Texas will open a weekend series in Baltimore this evening. Houston is in Oakland for the weekend. Round Rock clobbered Albuquerque 18-6. And in golf, Harry Hall, the Brit, fired a one-under round of six or eight under round of 62 yesterday in the first round at the Charles Schwab Challenge at the Colonial Colonial Country Club. Harris English shot 65 is three back. TCU Horn Frog alum Tom Hoagie in a group at four under par playing uh, near the home campus. And a brutal day for the PGA Championship hero Michael Block, unfortunately, the teaching pro from California who took the golf world by storm last week in Rochester, shot a first round 81 yesterday. Good for last place for Mr. Block. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. A rough day for the block party. The block party got that uh, invite to the Colonial just on Sunday after he... uh, Just shows you how hard it is. I mean, the PGA pros do this every... It's week in, week out. It's not one week and then all of a sudden, you know, you got to take off. I mean, that's that's hard on that guy. He, He had a lot of pats on the back. Yeah. And so he's just ha- he's just he's still happy to be there. So that's a that's great for him. He wasn't very happy yesterday, and rightfully well, so. No. But you said it. I mean, the expect you know you're you're a teaching pro from California, right. going to the PGA Championship. You had months to prepare for that after qualifying. Um, you're getting yourself mentally ready. You know your golf game in shape. You know the course. You know what you're doing. Back to back weeks to trying to do that. For Show him. up and uh, you know play amazing golf for four days. Play with Rory McIlroy on Sunday, finishing the top 15 with that hole-in-one and then the, the par putt at 18, the up and down that was incredible from the gallery. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the the elation of that, then in the in the uh, the locker room afterwards or in the 19th hole at, at Rochester getting the phone calls from, you know, the Colonial Country Club. To Having come to on pay down for all play. those drinks. Yeah, buying all <laughs> the drinks for the hole-in-one. You know, I mean, it, I, I guess it would have been neat to see him play well, but kind of expected that he was sure. going to show up and – you have to lay a big number. I don't think any, he would have thought 81. But, um, you know, this week he's been doing interviews. I, heard, I saw him on like three or four podcasts. He's dude probably hardly had no time to practice. Yeah, he's uh, – and that's – you just said it. These guys do it every week. Yes. This is new for him to, you know, have to get up again, uh, you know, one weekend after – I mean, you know, that kind of mental focus. on top of the world. And, yes, these are great players. And the game itself will humble you really quickly. The Longhorns found that out as well. Uh, they were riding on uh, – on cloud nine coming out of the series with West Virginia where they did everything right and just obliterated West Virginia for three games, took the number one seed at the Big 12 tournament, went up there and flat out laid an egg. Just didn't show up, didn't perform at all. Couldn't hit, didn't pitch great. Lucas Gordon and LBJ were both okay, not great, but kept their game, kept their team in the game. Wasn't like they got shelled, Lucas Gordon or LeBaron Johnson Jr., but bats didn't show up. Just looked like a lifeless baseball team in Arlington you know, those are games where the crowds aren't very big. It's no nothing like Dishfalk Field with all the energy and emotion that comes from the, that crowd. No, you, you got to bring ge- your stuff with you. You got to generate your own mojo, and uh, you know, almost look like the Longhorns knew they were in the turn into their tournament. They were going to be playing next weekend. Their season wouldn't be over, and they kind of played like it and uh, got outplayed by a couple of teams that they're better than. And uh, that's something David Pierce has to work on. If you're looking for a positive for the Horns, is now they get extra time to get some guys healthy because they won't play again until next weekend. So they'll have this whole weekend off. They'll find out their fate like everybody will on Monday of where they're going because they're going to travel. Uh, you know, there's, could, could it be up to Dallas to a regional at Dallas Baptist? Could it be out to Stanford? There's been some speculation of that. 
maybe to Auburn, but they're going to be on the road as a two seed almost certainly in that first weekend. But, uh, you know, week off now, try to get Jared Thomas rehabbed and healthy. You got to get, uh, you know, Heston Toll, your, one of your top relievers, healthy, and Peyton Powell with that rib, rib cage problem. The one yesterday with David Shaw didn't look good. And he grabbed his elbow, you know, left with a, you know, they went and got him with a 3 0 count and the bases loaded, and he just didn't look right the whole, the whole appearance. And uh, already some early fears that uh, that one could be bad. Uh, for the Longhorn, you know, ace left-hander out of the bullpen. Yeah, that's not a couple-day injury there. Doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. David Pierce kind of confirmed that. We'll hear more from Craig Way in the Craig Way report, but, uh, you know, that was not <laughs> – that's not how you wanted to finish your, your season, at least That's your, not a crescendo there. That was not a crescendo. TCU's on their little crescendo yeah. right now. TCU's run-rolled both, both opponents. They've gone up there, you know, gone 10 miles to the east into Arlington from their home campus there mm-hmm. in Fort Worth and just are uh, bashing the baseball around. They scored 16 runs in their first game, 14 more yesterday, 30 runs in two games. They and Texas Tech will be sitting out the games today and be waiting for the weekend. Um, you know, those are the teams that are in the, in the most advantageous spots there in Arlington. And Texas Tech, how about a three-run ninth inning to walk off Oklahoma and put them into a loser's bracket game today. So the Red Raiders, the Horn Frogs, looking good. Horns coming home. They're probably already home by now. Or got on that bus. Might have been home by, by dinner time last Get on night. that bus. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Uh, um, yeah, says Michael Block said in a radio interview a couple days ago, the only thing that separates him from Rory is length off the tee. Yesterday was the snap back to reality. Well, that, sure. I, I did see that quote, and he was asked by the guy, you know, when you played with Rory now, what's what's the difference in y'all's game? And he said, you know, he's, on that given day, he's 100 yes. yards longer than me on every <laughs> tee shot. <laughs> um, and, you know, if you I look know at that feeling, I mean, if I and he did go on to say, look, if I was hitting approach shots from where Rory is and hitting wedges in, yeah, I'm hitting wedges. I'm a great wedge player. I'm, you know, I'm, but he's, you know, 80 yards back hitting higher, longer irons. That was his point. Probably a little braggadocious, but nothing wrong with being confident. But even Rory has bad days. I mean, we've seen Rory shoot 81 before. It happens. Uh, it's just uh, the game of golf can. Knock you back pretty quickly. He's well, it's just hard to do that back-to-back weekends. That guy's not used to that. Yeah. And, again, all the expectation and instant fame that, that has come sure. with it. I mean, he he's still got 300000 Yeah, he made th- – well, yeah, that too. Yeah. There was probably some celebrating going on with his wife. And, uh, no, this is that was life-changing what went on with him at 46 years old. Became an instant celebrity. And, you know, he's supposed to play at the RBC uh, Canadian, too, uh, next weekend. So, you know, he's not making the cut here. No. I mean, he's shot 81. He can go, he can go relax now. <laughs> and well, he'll play today. And hopefully come back and, you know, put a respectable number on the board and then get ready for, for Canada, I think, would be the, the next call for him. But Harry Hall, the uh, the British guy, 62 yesterday. Wow. Scotty Scheffler is in the mix. He's shot his normal 67. He's down there, you know, five off the lead. Tom Hoagie's the good, the really cool story there oh, yeah. at the Colonial. He's a TCU guy and uh, obviously has played that course quite a lot in his time playing uh, for the Horned Frog. So uh, that's your golf. You got your baseball, and uh, unfortunate for Texas, but uh, this is the way baseball go, and they're coming home trying to get healthy, and uh, there will be no more home games at Dishwalk Field. That is no. pretty certain at this point. They did not do enough. They've now got they got the 20 losses before they got the 40 wins. We talked about going up there to Arlington and trying to get the 40 wins because they went up there with 38, but um, – that did not happen with the long Which sucks is these late-season injuries. I mean, you're getting to where you really want to be ready to go. Yeah. Whether it's in the Big 12 or, or you get to a regional outside of Texas, you you want to be pretty healthy. You, you think you'd be healthy. Boy, these little nagging things that just, you know, uh, elbow's not nagging. That's, that's well, a major problem. Well, the David Shaw problem. injury looks, looks serious. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't heard from 
anybody on what Heston Toll has. He he didn't even travel. And anything with the ribs, you know, when you're swinging and trying to yeah, maneuver Powell, around. Sounds like a rib cartilage problem oh. that he's dealing with. And David Pierce said yesterday he he can swing. It, it's more painful when he throws. So they, they took him off third base and let him DH yesterday, but he didn't do much with the bat. Jared Thomas hurt his back on a swing, took a big swing in the early part of the Kansas game. Wow. On Wednesday, and every time you see him now, he's wincing. There was a line drive hit right over first base, right over his head, and he, he tried to jump and get it, and you could see him kind of wincing with the back. You deal with back injuries oh. all the time. That is, He needs to get home and get in the tub and get that thing worked on because he's been a huge catalyst for them at the top of the order. And um, yeah, pretty amazing to see it flip from one weekend to the next. The Horns, those two dudes, Jared Thomas and Peyton Powell, were on base the whole series with West Virginia. They didn't do much. In this one, you know, think about it. In game one against Kansas, Jack O'Dowd hit two home runs. That was really the offense. Uh, uh, Porter Brown had an RBI single and a three-run performance against Kansas, but they had given up six by then. Uh, and then in this one, just two hits. An infield single was their first hit in the fifth inning. And um, I don't know what was going on. Early morning baseball, 9 a.m., create your own you know, mojo and, and momentum. Uh, they were unable to do so. But the uh, the bright side is you get an extra week to get healthy, and you're going to be playing. You're, you're not you're done. You're still playing. You're right. You're not done. Season isn't over. Uh, but you play like that again, it will be pretty soon. <laughs> if you, well, if you don't get more than two hits, you're going to be yeah. back home again. But, um, you know, kind of maybe like Michael Block. I mean, did you get on a little over your skis here? Did you get a little high on yourself? A little uh, all the pats on the back and, you know, the celebration and what went on. You got to be ready to play ball, and you got to be ready to bring it. And uh, the Longhorns have a week now to refocus and – Get ready for wherever they go. Those brackets will be revealed on more Memorial Day morning. So when you're you know, enjoying your extra day and doing what you're going to do on Memorial Day Monday, that's when the NCAA will announce the full field. Uh, we also mentioned the Aggie. Aggies have a big one with LSU today. That'll be a big game in the SEC. Jim Schlossnagel's team, you know, posting some nice wins to beat Tennessee. Um, you know, to, yesterday, earlier than beat South Carolina. That SEC is loaded, so any win, any win that A&M posts in this tournament is a huge RPI victory for them. Uh, they're putting themselves in a good spot to make the NCAA tournament at this point. Now they're going to go try to win that tournament with a matchup with LSU today, uh, the, the one of the top teams in the country for sure. And Texas State still alive at the Sun Belt. Uh, we'll keep you posted on that into the weekend, but uh, obviously they'll all be wrapped up by Sunday uh, afternoon and evening around college baseball. So the college baseball, we've got the NBA. Boston Celtics still alive. What is going on? These teams, This team needs to be backed into a wall before they start playing defense. Um, they're looking like they were ready to go home for three games. Got run off the floor in Miami in game three. And speaking of flipping the script, they won in Miami. Surprisingly. In Miami, it looks like they left their defense in South Beach somewhere. Yeah. And then last night, yeah, this game was controlled by Boston. This game, game five last night, looked like game... Three in Miami the other way, where it was just all Boston. And I'd say this for Boston. This is the kind of defense in which they played last year to get to the NBA Finals. Yep. And it was like the total team effort, right? Uh, the two best players, Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum, scored 21 apiece. But, man, uh, Derek White was huge. Um, Brogdon was huge. I mean, they just got good performances from everybody. And it really started on the defensive end, which pushed it to their offensive end. And uh, Jimmy Butler did guarantee a win, though. He guaranteed they will win the series after two straight losses. Well, I mean, that's just not the way that team plays defense. They're, they're playing some really poor defense right now. Yeah. And it's not like they score a lot of points during the regular season, but they've been pretty good during the playoffs. And they just got deed up by, by Boston, and they didn't play real good defense last night. They did not. Uh-uh. Uh, and that's uh, – all these top stories are kind of human nature. If you don't bring it, mm-hmm. you don't get locked in mentally – 
and uh, you know whether it's golf or baseball or yeah, basketball. I mean, yeah, Jimmy Butler says that's not the way they play defense. Well, no, that not for the last two games. That's but if you keep playing like that, you'll keep losing, whether it's by one point or by ten points. It doesn't matter. Human nature. It's all about the, winning now. But human nature that you know we've got three games in hand. You almost take your foot off the gas a little bit, and you and it's never happened before. Right? The, yeah. The the teams are zero and one fifty in series where they're three zero. So it's still. A huge uphill battle for Boston, but they're halfway there. They've won two of the four that they have Don't to win. Don't get to Game Seven. That's, that's all. That would be. But remember, they were you know facing elimination against the Philadelphia 76ers, yes. and they were down three to two and had looked lame in a Game Five, and all of a sudden they rally for back-to-back wins and eliminate the Sixers. So they're now four and zero in these elimination games. They got Doc Rivers fired uh, after they uh, you know came back and beat the the uh, the Sixers. But you're right. This is still. Heavily favored Miami with two more chances, oh, yeah. including Saturday night's game on South Beach. And Jimmy Butler did say, we'll win. We will win the series. We'll get locked back in. Uh, but that's your NBA. And uh, Ty's Vegas, or Ty's Dallas Stars with a nice win last night in overtime, 3-2. to two. Did you make a uh, bundle of uh, uh, C-notes on that last night? No cash made last night. No cash made. Joe Pavelski, though. Any the cash lost? No, no cash lost. Okay, that's good. You just it was, a, put it was a podcast recording night, so I took, I took the night off. How'd the podcast go? It was good. Uh, me and Jacob took the week off. He was having some car troubles, but uh, my other podcast with Corey Gidry, who used to work here, um, it was good. You know, hanging out with Jamie Frazier. And, Jamie? And the guys, Will Roman Jamie from Chase you know, If you ever listen, and hopefully you do, our Saturday morning local lineup with uh, our great golf show with Bob and Carl, the uh, Playing Through program at 7, and then uh, Casey Studdard and Jimmy and uh, Johnny Rogers, Rogers. On the, uh, with the uh, Big Ugly Tailgate. Then on the high ground, it's Colonel... Colonel retired, Craig Flowers, uh, always doing his his great thing. And then his his partner there is Jamie Frazier, also a veteran. We appreciate him into this Memorial Day weekend. Jamie Frazier, what does is, what is, uh, Colonel always say? He served, he was de- deployed 10 times. Army 10, and Navy. Army and Navy, 10 deployments, flying helicopters over there. Unbelievable. Uh, but he is on that show, and he has got a cool little house that he's got down by Dishfalk Field down in East Austin. And he's built a studio. Like a ra- recording, like a full bore recording studio oh, yeah. in his house, up in the upstairs little guest room he's got, and it is uh, pretty cool. And that's where you do your podcast from. And what do we call it? What's the it's name? Clifford Studios. Clifford. It's on Clifford Street. Ah, in East Clifford Austin. Studios. And uh, Jamie's podcast. Just to do a little you know, plug on that. Morty Unleashed. Morty Unleashed. And he has some really, really crazy, funny, interesting interviews with all kinds of people on there. I couldn't even tell you what. What if what genre or niche that it fits into? It, it's it's culture, it's politics, it's science, it's a little bit of little, everything. Yeah, you know, it's you'll you'll if you'll you'll find something you like if you listen. I you need it. Morty yeah. Unleashed, all platforms. That is the uh, Clifford Studios. That's where I recorded my lengthy uh, interview for my new podcast. Be curious with Craig Flowers, Colonel retired. We had a good uh, hour or so conversation about his. Uh, you know, service in the Army and uh, all that he's done. You can always find that over at our uh, YouTube page, the Horn YouTube page, if you want to check that out, uh, my conversation with Colonel Flowers. But uh, also, yeah, Jamie, Jamie Frazier. Well, he told me he built the studios because he was having fun doing the radio on Saturday mornings, but he's met so many interesting people in East Austin, like where he lives, uh, like just from all walks. Some Come of them, on over to the house. Yeah, let's do a podcast, and let's see if people want to listen to it because you're really interesting. While they're sitting on the patio, you know, talking about life and you know, some of them are professors over at UT, and some of them are neuroscientists, scientists, and some you know all types the, of things. His Joe Myring, his co-host, is an, is a, has a PhD in astrophysics. Astrophysics. So there's a there's a wide range of knowledge on that show. That's for sure. And that is uh, Monty 
Morty Unleashed. Morty Unleashed. Morty Unleashed. Yes. All right, and be listening to those shows. will be live and local tomorrow morning as part of your Memorial Day weekend. So there you go. There's the uh, the overview of what's happening in your sports landscape. Let's pick it up on the other side. We'll dive into some other conversations. Well, college football and pro football, organized team activities going on around the NFL. So some news that is coming out there. Also, Craig Way will have more on this Longhorn baseball team in the Craig Way Report. We'll get some B&E facts of the day. We are just getting warmed up on a Friday on B&E. <laughs> Bucky and Eric. Friday on the horn. It is uh, not just any Friday. It is the start of summer. I know the actual calendar start of summer is coming up in June, but the uh, summer almost always kicks off with Memorial Day weekend. School's out, and uh, good luck to all the youngsters and the it's teachers. Graduation. And, Some graduations are this week. Yeah, there's a graduation. There's tonight. Uh, Dripping Springs will have their drag graduation down in your t- your ne- yep. neck of the woods, Buck Poundtown. A lot of graduations this weekend, and then graduation parties, and then the extra day uh, to honor the fallen on on Monday. But uh, yeah, hope you wrapped up strong and enjoy your summer. That's the key now uh, to get into it. Longhorns uh, baseball team going to enjoy a week off. They're not done yet, but uh, they did not perform very well at the Big Twelve tournament. Uh, when the top overall seed, the first team sent home. We'll hear from Craig Way coming up. In our Craig Way report, as the Horns come back and await their fate on Monday. Uh, also, as we said, the Celtics still alive in the uh, NBA's playoffs. The, the Dallas Stars still alive in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and a lot of baseball going on. There's also organized team activities, football, football around the National Football League, which is a 365 day a year operation now, and uh, some interesting stuff from from the the week. Of uh, organized team activity, I saw where Jamison Williams and De- Williamson and Detroit Buck stood and answered questions. Took all the uh, the thought course. He's gamble- He's suspended six games for gambling. He and a teammate uh, are out the first six games of the year for the uh, Detroit yep. Lions. Uh, you know, high expectations in Detroit this year. They're going to have that first game of the year with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs in KC to start the season on a Thursday night. But uh, said he was unaware of the rule. And he didn't know he was doing anything wrong. He was gambling, not on football, but on other sports, but they were, he was doing it from the team facility. Ooh. And that's, you know, we talk about Ty and we have fun with the gambling, but it's, you know, you can do it on your phone if you're in a state, certainly if you're in a state where it's legal. And that's where the NFL is going to have a challenge here is, you know, they're, they're way in bed with gambling too. You know, they've got, you know, the Washington football team are going to be able to have, be able to gamble at their games, live betting. So it's become. Are they back to the Washington football team? That's what I call. Is that official? I saw their copyright did not go through on the Commanders, so they could be having to change that. Well, again, yes, that'd be fine. I like I like watching a football team better anyhow. Uh, But you know, like they they're going to have live betting at their football games this year. I think other couple other teams are headed there. You know, it's it's on Jamison Williams and the players. They know the rules, or they should know the rules. And the league and the players' association makes it very clear what you can and cannot do. But this will become more and more of a, of a debate because it's becoming more and more commonplace and, and legal in these states. You know, what is the harm of Jamison Williams gambling on not football on his free time? I mean, that becomes a question. Now, he's going to serve the suspension. He's not appealing it. And, you know, but I'm just saying that in the future, I would imagine the Players Association will have conversations about this. Right now, the rules are collectively bargained, and they need to know what the rules are, whether they disagree or agree with the rule. It's, it's the rule. a rule. It's a rule. Yes. And so whether it's fair or not, it just is. You can't. And so, you know, he's going to pay the price. But that will become an, that will be an ongoing conversation because it's coming more and more normalized and more and more commonplace. 
And uh, there are more and more people yeah, saying. You leave your locker room at the stadium, and it's just around the corner from you. Well, it's on your phone. It's in your hand. Uh, you know, and, and it's it's every part of gambling. I mean, online card games or, you know, betting on the horses, you know, horse Absolutely. races. You know, making bets on you know, the Kentucky Derby or the Preakness Stakes. You can't do it if you're in the National Football League. It's against the rules. And, um, you know. That is that is a collectively bargained agreement, and but again, I think that will be an ongoing dialogue with the players in the in the because look the the owners and the league can't be hypocritical. They're more and more invested in in taking the money, and they I mean they understand what fantasy football has oh, done yeah. for for the sport of what gambling does uh, for the TV ratings for the sport of football. Um, there's you can't ignore that. Same time, you know you have to make rules that are fair for your players uh, that they will agree with. But he's going to sit them out six games. Um, and remember Calvin Ridley's coming back for the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. He sat out all of last year. Uh, oh, he didn't Atlanta. know he was going to be back in football. He did bet on a football game. Yeah, he was betting on right. football. But he wasn't playing. Was not, not a playing. game he was playing in. Right, not a game he was. Remember this year the Alabama baseball. Alabama's a top 15 team in college baseball. Their manager got fired. Coach got fired for, you know, tipping off someone in Cincinnati to make a bet. A big bundle of money. Uh, he got he got waxed. I mean, Come he's on, out. He was, just, he was trying to help one of his buddies. He certainly did. He certainly did. I think he won the bet. <laughs> well, remember that? And then that they was, stopped it. Yeah, they found correspondence between the Alabama coach and someone, an acquaintance in Cincinnati, who was at a at a book, uh, a casino, going down big cash and informed, half a million dollars. Wasn't yeah, it? and like informed that. him that his their Friday night starter was going to be scratched because of an injury. Like he was supposed to pitch, and like late in the process. The manager knew he wasn't going to pitch. No one else did. And so he made the big bet. They're playing LSU, and LSU was sending the best pitcher in college baseball, I believe, to the mound that night, Paul Skeens, the right-hander, the Air Force transfer. And they went ahead and made the big bet. And Now, look, that guy's going to argue and say, I didn't know we were going to make a bet on it. I was just telling my buddy. I was just passing some information to my pal. But they were able to. Nobody bet on Alabama baseball like that. Well, no ever. one was betting on college baseball at all. Uh, so it's why the red flag went up immediately. because Except for Ty. Yeah, well, no one bets on on college baseball at the time. No one was betting. They were getting the state of Ohio was getting almost no action on college baseball games. Then all of a sudden, this six figure bet comes in from Alabama, and it's like, wait a second, what's going on here, Pete Rose? What are we doing here? <laughs> Come on, Petey, <laughs> that is uh, not good. It's not like he told the play like that. Unless the Alabama manager told the players like, hey guys, y'all got to lose tonight. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I don't think it's that big of a deal. They have the rule. Well, just, can't, well, just you, telling a it, – it's, it's You can't like, tell a friend. It's like insider trading. Right? Yeah, I, I understand, and that, it, that definitely should be – it shouldn't be legal, but I, I don't think it's as bad as, like, telling your team, well, you guys got to lose. Well, or, that's – yes. Uh, like, but, you put you didn't put them in the best position, obviously, but I don't think they were well, look, aware of the situation. You're giving criteria, for, mur- the giving criteria for murder? Tell, if, you, if you tell your buddy in, in, in Cincinnati what the deal is – and you know that he's made a big bet. I mean, obviously, human nature, that's going to change your managerial style. I mean, you know what's on the line here. So you're the manager. You're the coach of the team. This is the problem with Pete Rose. You can help determine the outcome of this game. Uh, your decisions and how you handle this, uh, that can't I mean, that's the one thing that, that every sport is guarding against. The, 
the, the fundamental fairness of their game. Sure. Uh, that, that they're on the up and up. And that's where the gambling issue comes, and that's obviously why they're monitoring it closely. By the way, that Cincinnati situation and the Alabama baseball should tell you that you know they got pretty good. I mean, they're policing it pretty closely. They're not because the books don't want to lose money. They don't want to get swindled. They know that, and so the fact that it was picked up on so quickly and they immediately shut down any you know betting on it all across the country. So they'll know when my Colorado bets come in with my big heavy cash <laughs> against the three wins against that they Dion, won't get. Neon, they, won't, they won't get. By the way, that Jamison Williams, remember they, Williamson, remember they drafted him out of Alabama. They traded up to get him Detroit, and he hadn't been on the field. He was hurt last year. They knew he was hurt when they drafted him. He didn't get on the field till late. Remember he got hurt late but, in Alabama's yeah, season. Yeah, but Nick Saban will tell you, you know what? I don't know what's happening out there. They, this, we don't have this kind of problems at Alabama. It's when they get out there oh. and they're, they don't have enough leaders. What, Calvin Ridley? The, yeah, the rest of Henry Ruggs. Just go ahead. Hit them all. Yeah, well, look, that's, that's individual. Jamison Williams, he broke out. When he played last in those first well, few games, I'll just say this for him: he's a talented player, but he's missing valuable time and reps. Oh, sure he's not, he I mean, he's, I mean, to get better in that league, you got to be playing uh, and to improve and to learn how to do the, the little things it takes to be a great player at that level. And he's oh, missed, the next guy will come along. Essentially, he's missed all of last season. Yep, and um, he's going to miss the first six games of this season. Those are those are the, you know practices and games you just don't get back. Uh, doesn't mean he still can't be a good player at some point, but that's an unfortunate way to start. Your season. By the way, did you hear what Patrick Mahomes said? This is a problem for the rest of the NFL. I sent you this to you on, on Twitter, Ty. But yeah, Patrick Mahomes has already won a couple of Super Bowls. He's been to three, and he's uh, overtime losses in the AFC Championship away, away from being in five straight Super Bowls as the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. And here he is yesterday, or two days ago, at a press conference talking about uh, you know money, right? Because you know after winning another Super Bowl, and, and last year we know Patrick Mahomes posted what may have been the greatest individual season of all time. Uh, he won the MVP of the regular season, led the league in passing yards. He won the MVP of the Super Bowl. Uh, something no, one, no one's ever done that, done all three. Led the NFL in passing yards, won the regular season MVP, and won the Super Bowl MVP. He did all three in one year, uh, over 5,000 yards again, without Tyree Kill. So people are asking the question, you know, all these new contracts are getting signed by quarterbacks. You're now the fourth or fifth highest paid quarterback in the league. Is this bothering you that you're not the top dog, even though you're the best quarterback? Here's Patrick Mahomes uh, addressing the, uh, the the monetary situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I always keep me and my agent and the team always keep open communication. Uh, and we try to do whatever is the best for the team, but obviously I want to do the best for myself as well. Um, but at the same time, I, I want to, I've always said, I, I worry about legacy and winning rings more than making money at this moment. Um, but uh, I'm, I know we keep communication. We see what's going on around the league. Um, but at the same time, I'll never do anything that's going to hurt us from keeping the great players around me. So it's kind of teetering around that line. He's not driven to be the highest paid quarterback every year. That's not. No, no. You, you, it's kind of. It's more of a. You just want to do whatever to not hurt other quarterbacks whenever they their contracts come up. You want to kind of keep the the bar pushing. Um, and so it's not about being the highest paid guy. It's not about making a ton of money. I'm, I, I've made enough money where I'll be set for the rest of my life. Um, but at the same time, you got to find that line where you're making a good amount of money, but you're still keeping a lot of great players around you so you can win these Super Bowls and you're able to compete in these games. All right, there's Patrick Mahomes. The, yeah, um, he's letting you know he is about I'm, I'm about I'm about winning, but I, I do make a lot of money. I'm, I'm just fine. Well, and that's, that's the, not what he's really, but, really worried about. Isn't that the mindset you would like all of your, your 
your every quarterback to say. Like, I mean, again, we you can compare it to Tom Brady. Tom Brady took less forever. Now there were there was one or two years where early in his career where Tom Brady was the highest paid quarterback in the league. But as time went, you know, he would drop further and further well, back. Start, well, yeah, you start losing players. It's it's about right. your team around you. Point of it, early in his career, he made a lot of money. And then we know Tom Brady was smart and invested his money wisely. He started his TB12 clinics and all of these things that he did. And I'll say this about Tom Brady. He took so much less, Buck, over the course of his career that he's still wealthy enough when he's done. He's just bought part of the Vegas Raiders. So now he's part of the ownership. Uh, he's buying back into the, uh, to the product. He made enough money to get – now he's one of the you know, part of the 32 billionaire boys club. I mean, he's not the full owner of the Vegas Raiders, but he's getting in on the ownership side of things. Which is smart, and but Patrick Mahomes understands, and, and you know you can take a cue from Tom Brady. The if you take a little bit less, your team can have a little bit more, and that you know individual player or a couple of players could be the difference in winning or losing a Super Bowl. I mean, what it is it that you it? don't have that you need that you can't afford to with what you make right, right now as yeah. a quarterback? That's right, that's right. And uh, you know he, you can his, get whatever you want. His initial deal was five hundred million dollars. <laughs> now again, it came with some. You know, it's not all guaranteed. I mean, sure. That was the big number when he signed it. It was like a 12-year agreement with the Chiefs. But he wants to be in Kansas City. Kansas City wants him. He also wants to be able to keep good players around him, understanding that that's, a, you know, it's a, it's a full 53-man roster that wins the Super Bowl. He's the biggest piece, but, you know, doesn't, doesn't do any good if you, you yeah, don't have and, a team Yeah, and when the lines enough. of communications are always open with Kansas City with him, when Lamar Jackson gets that contract, you know the the people in Kansas City are talking to Patrick Mahomes' agent, letting him know. Well, Jalen Hurts just got the. What, big what deal is it too. that you? What is it? Is there something that you guys well, and, need? And then there's an anticipation of the collective bargaining agreement or the new salary cap going way up when the new CBA kicks right. in, right? And and so that's I think what Mahomes is talking about with Lee Steinberg, his agent. You know, when we get there and the cap dry, you know rises dramatically, yeah, we'll probably go in and rework it a little bit. Sure. Add some dollars, add some zeros to it, but he's never essentially what he just said is he's never going to put being the highest-paid quarterback over winning uh, because legacy and championships is much more important than the money. I'm going to make plenty of money, but I you know, can't win championships without a full team. Uh, that's pretty scary for the rest of the league because if you're the rest of the league, you'd like Mahomes being saying, no, 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 I need to be the number one player every year. I have to be. Uh, it's just on principle. Uh, he's not saying that. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well. Come on. You can find examples for sure. Uh, and, you know, it's not wrong to say that. I also like because, he, you know, that he he met, brought in the players union and the because the, the the you know the leaders of the players union will say Patrick we need you to push the envelope here we need to we need well, yeah he's about helping rise. the rest of them yeah. yes if you take too much less it's it's hurting everybody on the big picture um, making us all look you know bringing down the the values but well um, in the long run it's never going to come out to less no with and him. and if you think if you play the long game like Tom Brady did invest sure do the commercials make endorsement money. Start your own companies, and then, well, now you're buying back in. And, I mean, the long game, I don't think Tom Brady's hurting for money. Even though year after year he would take a lot less than he was worth and valued at so that the Patriots could be better and it turned into ten Super Bowl trips and seven Super Bowl wins. And, you know, it looks like Mahomes is on that same path, unfortunately, for the rest of the league because it's uh, it's the AFC for sure. It's his conference until someone proves, proves otherwise. Joe Burrow beat him once. Tom Brady beat him once in the last five years. Um, you know, Josh Allen would like to beat him, Lamar Jackson, all those guys. But right now it goes through Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes. His biggest issue is his little brother. That's what he's dealing with. He's got to figure out Jackson Mahomes. Got everything else under control. And that's been under that's been under wraps for at least a year. Not no, much he just got arrested. That. Well, that's what I'm Super saying. Bowl. At the Super Bowl. Yeah, after they won well, the, 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 the thing that 
the sexual assault or whatever happened. That happened like at a Super Bowl pre-party or whatever. And the charges just came down recently. All right, we'll come back. We'll take your thoughts there. We've got some football. We've got baseball. We've got uh, B&E Facts of the Day coming your way on a Friday morning. First, Craig Way. It's Bucky and Aaron. Appreciate that Specs text line. Texture pointing out that uh, we're talking about Tom Brady, now a part owner of the Vegas Raiders, or will be when the deal is approved by the owners, but he and Mark Davis have agreed on the deal. We're talking about you know becoming an owner after taking less money during your career salary-wise, still have plenty of cash. Patrick Mahomes asserting some of the same things and principles Tom Brady lived by. And somebody already pointed out that uh, Patrick Mahomes already part owner of some teams in Kansas City, right? He's part owner of the Royals. He's bought in. And his, and his wife part owner in MLS team. MLS. Yeah, they're buying into the um, – he's got – I think he's ownership in some Whataburgers uh, restaurants up there in, in Kansas City. So, yeah, well, Mahomes doing it the right way. Diversifying that portfolio. Yeah, that's right. I mean, making plenty of money playing football, but doesn't need to be the highest paid quarterback because he is, you know, investing that money into other uh, endeavors and – uh, revenue streams, Buck. That's what, that's what the rich guys say. Got to have multiple revenue streams. Mm. Cash flow. Uh, cash flow. Uh, <laughs> mailbox money, we like to call that. That it is coming in because you you made sound investments. Looks like Patrick Mahomes is on his way to doing uh, that as well. And remember, Tom Brady was married to the richest supermodel in the world for most of his NFL career. She did pretty well, too. But that's her money. Giselle Boonjadin. That's their money. That's their money. Think they had joint bank accounts? Probably not. No, they didn't. <laughs> probably they, not. They really didn't need. And that. now they are, uh, uh, you know, now they're no longer together. And it, Tom Brady's addiction to football is probably why he's no longer married to Giselle because he just to be him. taken out by Dak and the Cowboys. Come on, Tom. Come on. What's that? They took he they his last game. They lost to the Cowboys. That's right. <laughs> and it's all said and done for the first time in his career. Well, I think everybody kind of knew that. Uh, that was not a great team that he's playing on this year. But uh, obviously won a Super Bowl in Tampa, and, but couldn't walk away from it. Couldn't give it up. And um, He's got the upper hand over Bill Belichick right now. He sure does. Well, Bill Belichick's under 500 as a coach since Tom Brady left. And uh, this is a year where are they gonna, they're going to struggle to stay out of the last place in that division this yeah, year. Yeah, and Robert Kraft's not going to be happy with that. Got to think, right? I mean, uh, the Mac Jones situation and uh, that division is so good with Buffalo. But as he's the, got Bill O'Brien back, so everything's going to be cool. You know, Bill O'Brien is back. Yeah, Buffalo and my and Miami were already playoff teams a year ago, and Aaron Rodgers has had been added to the Jets. And Bailey Zappi will be the starter there by week six from Victoria, Texas. Yep, come on, man, could Zappy be time. Uh, we'll see what Mac Jones can do with uh, Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator in New England. By the way, I have a question. I'm I'm, I'm perplexed by this, Buck. Earlier in the week, remember we were, I, we were doing the 100 day countdown? Oh yeah, to Texas football. And I took the 100-day count from TexasSports.com. I went to the football page of TexasSports.com. And they have a countdown to the game time clock at the schedule page. But then yesterday, a day later, Texas football through their Twitter page put out 100 days to the start of the season. They're a day off? Who's a, who's I'm a, a day off. I don't know. Somebody's a day off. No, so they did this yesterday. So today would be 99 days, according to the Texas Twitter because they put out a graphic, 100 days of the season, but it was a day after I was saying it. But if you go to TexasSports.com football page, it says 98 days, 17 hours. Go by their count. Five minutes. So I don't know. Somebody tell me. I didn't do the counting of days on the calendar. I was trusting TexasSports.com. And then they're, they're like TexasSports.com is in disagreement with Texas football Twitter. Go with whoever so it's sells the tickets. 98 or 99 days. You decide. They're playing Rice, September 2nd. Time of game. That's the other thing. 
They're saying 17 hours, 5 minutes, 24 seconds. How oh, do they oh, know? The time, the oh, time yeah. of the game hadn't been announced yet. Well, they know. It's probably going to be 7 o'clock. They get to decide Against that. Rice? Against Rice. Well, it'll be an LHN game, I would imagine. JT Daniels? I believe JT Daniels, don't forget that. Well, I'm sure ESPN's waiting to decide if they want to pick that game up or just let it be on Longhorn Network, but... Uh, We'll see. Well, follow Texas football, whether it's 98 or 99 days. You, you know, we report, you decide. It's being on the horn.